What is going on, guys? Thank you for tuning into episode number six of the Everyday Growth Podcast with your host, me, Anthony J. Here we search out for individuals who have had growth in one way or another during their lifetime. My next guest on the show is a personal trainer, nutrition coach, and considers himself a fitness educator. After watching tons of his videos and following him over the last months, I can assure you he is that and much, much more. Besides all that, there's one thing that specifically had caught my eye, his nine-month transformation, which I have to say is really something fucking amazing. Living his best life and healthiest life, he is now passing on all of his knowledge, not just to his clients, but to everyone on Instagram for free. Grab a pen and some paper because this guy is surely going to drop some knowledge bombs for each and every one of you. Without further ado, my guy, Jeremiah Bear. Welcome to the show, my brother. How are you? What is good, man? Thank you for having me. That was a dope intro also. <laughs> Thanks, man. I try. I try. What's going on in your hood, man? Uh, not a lot, dude. I mean, just like we were just talking about off air, just getting ready for this move to Scottsdale, which is a crazy thing. I'm crazy stoked for it, but yeah, man, just honestly, just writing a ton of content, coaching as much as possible. That's pretty much it, bro. Dude, your content's off the fucking chain, bro. Who do you got? Do you get just record that stuff yourself? I noticed some shots. It's like someone's recording you like, you must have a good girlfriend or a good friend around you at all times, man, for real. Yeah, I have a, I have a camera guy that does a lot of it who unfortunately... I am losing because I'm losing also. So I'm, I got to find a new camera guy, but yeah, he kills it. That helps a ton, honestly. Makes me look a lot better. <laughs> Dude, I wish I had something like that, man. I'm like setting my shit up in a shoe at the gym on a box trying to do some stuff, you know, like right? whatever's clever, bro. Like people are like, what are you doing? You're like, don't walk in front of me, bro. I got to film this. <laughs> <laughs> the worst dude like you set your phone up and you have to try to find the angle and reshoot the video 10 different times the most frustrating waste of time in the world dude i it's like it's like i almost want to get like 10 15 people together and open up like a personal small studio just so we can go and film in the quiet and just get our shit done and be yeah. done for the day like just it would it would be amazing man um what's going on with the move is it a job thing or it's just kind of like you know jump out of the nest type thing spread your wings what's going on with that yeah, so for the last almost year, my business has been entirely online. So, I mean, like you talked about, I'm a nutrition coach, training coach. So, very, very mobile, but I'm in Lincoln, Nebraska right now. I've been in Nebraska my whole life. It's cold as hell here, honestly, which is one of my biggest motivators. And, yeah, it's just time to – 26 years old, it's just time to do something else. So – I've always loved Scottsdale. It's warm there. I mean, living right up. Like, there's mountains. You go snowboarding a couple hours away. All kinds of dope stuff to do. And you feel me, I'm sure, living in near Chicago. You know how this Midwest weather is, dude. It's just – for, like, the last three winters, I've told myself, all right, this is going to be the last winter. My last winter. And, like, I'm so sick of being cold, dude. Finally made it happen, so I'm stoked about that. Dude, congratulations. Yeah, I mean, it's like – I think a lot of people can like really relate to that because a lot of people talk, 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 talk. And I've been saying like, I mean, I do, I honestly, like, I don't mind it. I'm so fucking accl acclimated to this weather. Like it's winter time. It's like, you know, I live in an apartment building, bro. Like I don't have any kind of storage for my car. So I go out there fucking two hours before I have to be somewhere. You know, when I used to have a nine to five, I had to just start my car and come back inside and shower. Right. Just like killing gas, bro. Like quarter tank of gas a day, just trying to defrost this thing. But yeah, man, I, I hear you, man. Like, but Nebraska's pretty cold because I know it gets pretty, pretty shitty here where I'm exactly where I'm at, about 30 minutes south of Chicago. And there's times when I wake up, man, I look outside in the middle of winter and I'm like, <laughs> dude, like, I can't do this right now. Like, it's just, it'd be so much nicer. Like you said, dude, like, dude, Arizona, bro, that's like year round and insanely amazing weather. I mean, minus the summer season gets up to like 120 during the day, but. Right. I don't even care. Dude. I'm, I'm good with that. I like the heat. I just hate being cold so much. <laughs> and even like, I'm so much more productive. When it's nice out, I'm in such a good mood. Therefore, I'm so much more productive. Just like your life as a whole, I feel like it's so much better. So now, obviously, I'm not saying like, have a shitty mindset because it's cold. Like, <laughs> that's not at all what I'm saying. But you get it. Like, it's nice. You're in a great mood. 
you make more shit happen. I'm so for it. Dude, hundred percent, man. It's great, man. I'm happy for you. How's, um, so you're going to be, you are a full-time nutrition coach. Do you have another nine to five job? Or are you doing this? You've been doing this full-time for some time now. It's full-time. So I've been a coach for the last five years. My first, oh, let's see, first four years. Yeah. First four years I was training people in person. I spent like the last, what I think my first online client was like March, 2018. So it's been like a good year and a half since I really started to like trying to build my business. Uh, so I was just grinding like first three, three and a half years, just training as many people as possible in person first at the campus rec center when I was in college and then just training a shit ton of people, literally trying to train as many people as possible in a big box gym in Lincoln. And then I started building my online business like at the same time, like a year and a half ago. Uh, do you know who mine? you probably follow mind pump, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so like kind of how I got into the online space, uh, Sal put out they needed people to start writing blogs for them, which I had always loved writing. Like when I was a little kid, I thought my thing was going to be like I was going to be an author that was writing like, fiction about ancient Rome. And like I was into all kinds of weird shit. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> but anyways, I had like, and I had completely forgot about like my love for writing. Yes. And so I was like, dope. I mean, I want to build this. Like, just like we were talking about, like, I had for so long, like, I had made this website probably, like, three or four years ago. I was telling people for so long, like, yeah, I'm going to, like, my business is going to be online coaching, but I really, like, wasn't doing shit about it. Finally, like, I hit up Sal. I was like, dude, let me, let me write for you. I got this. So, I sent him a sample that night. I started writing for them, and he, at the time, he was like, you got to start posting on social media, like, three times a week, at least. And I was like fuck dude like that is terrifying like at the time i didn't post maybe like once every six months to a year like never <laughs> and so i like started doing that slowly it started getting traction now when i was talking to him he was saying like dude there's gonna be like thousands of people seeing your shit thousands of people following you so i was like oh shit like i'm gonna have hundreds of thousands of followers this is gonna blow up overnight which isn't quite how it worked i'm very happy with how it worked out but anyways I started writing for my pump. Um, just started putting more content out there. I started posting more frequently and it just built from there, honestly, dude. Then what, October 9th is the day I left. 2018 is the day I left my gym and just went full time on this. So it's been quite a ride, dude. Dude, that's fucking cool. I had no idea, man. What a cool, like, what a cool gig, right? Did yes. you? Have you ever, have you, was that just all online or did you actually like face to face meet those guys or? My pump? Yeah. No. Yeah. I talked to, I talked to Sal a couple times on the phone, but cool. they're, 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 they're cool guys, man. If you guys, if you guys don't know the podcast, it's uh, mind pump and they started like, they putting out so much free content for so long. And like, I just remember, I just listened to one of their uh, recent podcasts. I believe it was pretty recent saying that they did it for like almost a year, if not longer than a year before they even like, and they're personal trainers too. I believe they started like in gyms and stuff like that. And, um, it's, but it was like over after a year and they didn't even like sell anything. And then like one day someone came to one of them and was like, Hey, let me buy programming off you. And then they're like, Hey, we should probably, we should probably start doing this. You know, like, and look at them now. I mean, they like, they do their podcast live at events, I guess. That's what kind of what it sounds like. And um, you guys, if you guys don't listen to mind pump, it's, if you're into the gym or into fitness or into any kind of nutrition or just like a good, a good podcast, that's like full of good shit and guys just talking. It's just like, like three or four guys, they just get together and dude, they drop fire ass content. I mean, every single one of their podcasts, I think it's one of the, one of the best fitness nutrition podcasts out there. What do you think? Oh, for sure. And dude, it's like life. They've almost branched away from like, because that was like straight up how I learned how to be a coach was I would just listen to Mind Pump like constantly. Like my first three years of coaching, that is straight up like how I learned so much of what I know now. But yeah, now they're more, they branched out so much to like, like, you know, they had like Mark Manson on there. They have such diverse guests now, but yeah, no, great podcast. I highly recommend. Hey, one thing I wanted to talk about, because I don't, you know, you and I just started kind of hitting each other up on uh, Instagram like a couple months back. And uh, I've been really looking into a lot of your stuff and your videos are great, man. I think you're doing a wonderful job in your space and you're really bringing what I, what I consider 
I, I can call you a friend because of the fact of I respect every fucking thing you post about, man, because it's not just you giving out free education to people. It's just that I can honestly tell that you give a shit. And that to me, dude, that to me is like, that's everything to me, man. There's a lot of people doing what we do or, you know, try to do in quotations, try to do what we do. And like, they're missing the mark and or I think they're hurting the space. And I'm not, I'm not here to talk about that topic, but I'm here to praise you because I think you're doing an amazing job. And I came across a crazy ass picture of you. And I looked at the dates and it was nine months. And I was like, holy fuck. It was like two more people on you than what you look like now. And you guys, if you, if you guys don't know who Jeremiah Bear is, man, look this dude up on Instagram. And his last name isn't B-E-A-R, by the way. It's not Bear. So try to figure out what it is for him. I'll put it on my podcast when I, when I launch this today. Um, you guys, he is putting out some crazy shit, but you've got to see the nine-month transformation picture this dude has. Dude, please tell me about that, how you came about that, and what was like the point where you were like, okay, I need to make a change because on this podcast, it's called the Growth Growth Podcast for a reason, man. Like, I love growth, man. Like, I just appreciate you telling your story for these people. Yeah, dude, first of all, that means the world. So, sort of the transformation, damn, this could be a long-ass story if we wanted it to be. Like, well, after that, straight up, like, in this, how, how long do you want the story to be? Hey, man, just go for it, bro. It's all good, man. All right, bro. So, I'll give you a long version then. So, straight up, like, coming out of high school, I was always like, we're going to get into some deep shit here, but I was always, like, super introverted, awkward as hell, like, terrible at sports. Like, for me, so much of my value I dropped from, like, achieving things. Damn, we are getting way deeper than we here. But anyways, uh, okay. So, I was super into lifting for the longest time because I thought that was, like, what was going to give me, like, my value. I thought, like, when I get jacked enough, when I get ripped enough, this shit is going to be like the thing that finally I'm like a confident person. I like myself. Like that's going to be the thing that's going to make it happen. After like five years of chasing that, I like eventually got disillusioned with that, figured out that wasn't the case. Kind of lost my love for lifting. At the same time, I also separated my shoulder. So you can't really see it right now, but my shoulder actually isn't attached to my collarbone anymore. So that kind of threw me for a loop. That's actually, ironically, like, when I got into coaching and it found a lot more purpose in my life and actually, like, weirdly, like, helping other people through their transformations. Like, I talk so much in all my content about, like, feeling trapped. For me personally, it was, like, I was so a lot of depression, not just, like, ever since I was a little kid. And again, I'm sorry, I don't know how this, like, took just this deep-ass turn all of a sudden, but ever since I was a little kid, dude, just, like, struggled, like, I would Weirdest thing, like, one of my first memories is, like, trying to, like, figure out, like, like, literally, like, thinking, like, what is the meaning of, like, life? Like, why am I even here? None of this really matters. And shit always just bummed me out because I could, like, never figure out a reason. Eventually, for me, I found that, like, when I started coaching, not when I started working out, which I feel like this makes me a little bit different than most coaches because even, like, that transformation, like, so many people have, like, I had this transformation and it changed my life. For me, it wasn't at all fitness. It was really like helping other people through fitness and seeing the, helping other people with their training nutrition, seeing like the impact that their lives. That was like, for me, that gave me so much purpose that turned my life around. But anyways, okay. So I was coaching for a good, well, like, again, like three and a half years, it was like the same, very similar time frames from like when I actually started taking action on all of this shit. It came to a point where like I was coaching people and at that point, like the before picture that you see there, I think I had messed up my shoulder. I've blown up to 245. So when I graduated high school, I was 175. I eventually got to 245. I'm 6'3", so I'm a pretty tall dude, but still like I was kind of jacked and then I messed up my shoulder and I lost a bunch of weight. And I was like, okay, I got to regain all this back. I basically just got pretty chunky. So that before picture probably that you saw, I think is when I was like 215. So I had kind of yo-yo back and forth between 245 and 215 for a couple of years. I just like could never really figure out how to make it sustainable. I could never like get as lean as I wanted. I really didn't know nutrition that well until the last like 
couple of years when I really, really had to dive into it. So then finally, I was like, dude, like I was training a good 60 sessions a week in person. And I would just like so many aspects of my life I was fed up with. Like same thing, like that's when I really started pushing my online business. Like so many things that I meant to do that I like felt like I was letting myself down by not doing. That's finally like, okay. Like I ended a relationship, just like all this stuff within a matter of a month. It was crazy, honestly. But it's like I just am so sick of like being this person that lets myself down. Like I can't live like this anymore. So long story short, I didn't feel like I was practicing what I was preaching. Like, all right, dude. I talk to all these people. I coach all these people. I tell them like, I see the benefits of coaching every single day, how much it changes these people's lives. Why am I not practicing this? Like, why do I not just get a coach? Like if I can't, why not? Like, and that was also the same time where I kind of figured out the idea of if you're having trouble doing something, like instead of just relying on willpower, like thinking over and over, like how do I get motivated to do this? Next time I'll be more motivated, like do some shit that'll just, make you force yourself to do it like and for me it was like investing money in a coach that I knew was gonna be probably pretty pricey but I knew like if I did that I wasn't just gonna fuck around and waste that you know what I mean so it's like okay dope I can literally force myself to do this so I hired a coach my goal was to get because I had always felt like I was like for the last couple years I've been chasing getting really lean and I was I never like followed through with it. I would get kind of lean, but I wanted to like, I'm telling all these clients that I can give them to their gold body. But if I haven't been there myself, like now I'm not saying at all that like that's everything for a coach, but to me it was very important to, again, just feel like I was practicing what I was preaching. Know that I had been there. And in the process of that, I learned so much about fat loss, nutrition literally so like going through the process was amazing for me as a coach for my ability to help other people but yeah so nine months um let's see i went from that nine months i went from 215 to i did the photo shoot which like my after picture that i post is i think the morning of so i was actually 180 that morning which was i never ever thought i would be that light again so i dropped a pretty good chunk of weight again there and yeah it was a dope experience man it's crazy dude that's like that's an intense story man it's cool you kind of went down that rabbit hole a little bit i think you know once again when people hear stuff like this it's and i hope everyone's taking notes because thanks for saying that story number one because there's so many people that can benefit from that and i think a lot of people you know they get scared they get to that point where they need to do something and then like it's not that they don't know the next step they know the next step Right. They just don't want to fucking do it, right? And they're like, like I always say, man, like we can just we can talk ourselves into excuses for anything and everything. We're the only we're the only species that can do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I say again, I think I say that once every podcast I have because the same stuff comes up all the time. Like people that make changes that are on this podcast, like for instance, for you making that change, like it comes to a time where it's like something has to just slap you in the fucking face, right? And be like, dude something's wrong. I need to make a change. I'm portraying what I want to portray is not how I look, how I portray myself towards people, you know, especially in a coaching aspect. It's like, we always hear those stories, right? Like put, put the two people side by side without knowing their education right away. Who would you pick the person that's overweight or the person that looks like they work out without knowing their education guys. Of course, you know, that's, you know, who's going to, you're going to pick, we know you're going to pick same thing with like, when we go to a restaurant, we eat with our eyes first, right? you're paying $25 for a steak and it comes out and it's charcoal right away, you automatically aren't even going to taste it. You hate it. It's the same thing when you walk in the gym, we've seen it. We've seen it time and time again, but dude, like taking that first step and getting a coach, like, like you said, you had to do something where if you didn't commit, if you didn't start, then it would hurt you so much because you would have just lost all that money. Now what happens if you lose all that money? That's not where it stops, right? then it's like on you. Now you feel 10 times worse because you didn't commit. You know, not to mention like, we know how valuable the time is. Like who your coach was, like you would wasted his time too. So now like that's a pressure on us. You know, like that's just another thing that's weighing us down. But dude, like how long, what are you weighing now? Like how long did you, was that like you're, you're, you bottomed out at 180 and now you're kind of like 195 or what do you weigh now? Yeah, so that was what, the photos 
actually was six months ago. So I've been going through a lean gains phase. Um, let's see. So shoot day, I was 180. Realistically, I was probably closer to like 185. I was very, very depleted, like going into that. So my weight for until like two to three days before that was 185. Right now I'm 195, but on a lot of strength. Um, I've still been able to stay very lean. I mean, and the goal obviously is to sustain. Obviously, to, I can't like be shredded and build muscle at the same time, but I've been able to stay pretty lean. So yeah, I've been floating right around 195. I'm pretty happy with that. To me, honestly, it's weird to like be below 200 pounds, but it, just because like for so long when I was like 245, I was like, I'm fucking huge, dude. <laughs> like I'm not. And, but so it's kind of an ego thing also which i think it's something that a lot of guys struggle with like a lot of dudes that i coach now that i just want to hit like same thing it's always a number on the scale even more so than like a certain like number on their lifts or anything like that it's like when i hit 230 225 to 230 i feel like for most guys is like i'm jacked now you know what i mean but the reality of being a natural dude is also like you're probably not going to be able to do that and just be shredding also like you think. Yeah. I think a lot of people fall into that trap too, where it's like, you know, if I just, if I just hit this certain number and I'm okay with putting on a little bit of more weight or like, I don't need to be lean cause I want to hit this weight. And it's like, but if you want to be lean and if you want to lose some weight, like there's some sacrifices have to be made. And sometimes it's strength, you know, sometimes that barbell is way heavier than it is. You know, when you're at 225 or 230, like when you're at 190 or 200, like that barbell is way heavier, man. Like it's night and day and you're like, okay, I can't do that anymore. But is it really like, what's it worth at the end of the day? Do you want to be happy who's looking back in the mirror? Or are you going to be happy for that one, one time you lifted that, that heavy weight at one time? Right. It's like, what are we really sacrificing here? Like you're really sacrificing your health, your nutrition to put more weight on, you know, or, or do you want to really be like, you know, I just want to look good and I want to be healthy for my loved ones, my family members, anyone that's around me and to live a longer life. It's all about longevity, you know? And I think that's something that we can kind of dive into now is like the way, I don't know how you coach, but we can get into that. But I know the way that I coach is like, it's all about longevity, man. Like I really don't have clients that I'm coaching to like bench 400 pounds like that's not who I'm I don't have athletes I don't I don't do anything with athletes I have people that you know need to lower their their blood pressure need to lower their cholesterol I have people that like just want to maintain and we don't lift heavy but we do like higher reps or like hypertrophy stuff and and for me for myself too like you know I'm only working out three four times a week and a couple of those days it's like full body you know like I'm in and out of the gym in less than an hour you know and I'm, I, I preach that all the time it's like take control of your nutrition um, circumstances and your nutrition protocols over like destroying yourself in the gym, you know, like how do you kind of touch base with your clients and like, what's your ideal clientele? Or if you can tell us like, what's like your, your good pros in a gym that you like to use with all your clients or what you think that should be actually being like sold more in a gym. Okay. Yeah. So for sure. I mean, I honestly have a pretty diverse clientele. A lot of my clients didn't even more are coaches. I have multiple people right now that are getting ready for photo shoots also. So really like how I coach people does vary yeah. a lot depending on like, so like a lot of clients, a lot of my clients saw my transformation and they want to do the same thing. So it really depends. Like obviously there getting ready for a photo shoot is not what you would do if you were chasing optimal health. Right. Like, and that's what I tell my clients too. Like, as soon as we're done with this, we're going to be taking you back to maintenance level. We're going to spend some time just like getting you back to a healthier place before we chase any goal. So yeah, I mean, it really just is very individual to the client. Um, I have so many different, like, I like to tell people right at the start, I think nutrition especially is like people trying to take a one size fits all approach to nutrition, just fuck so many people over. One of the things I like to always tell people on our initial call, like when we're figuring out coaching is, okay, this is like, this is a collaboration between the two of us. My goal is to help you find a diet that fits, because most people that start with me are like fat loss focused, right? Or just want to feel better overall, which generally involves losing a bit of fat. We're going to collaborate to find the absolute best nutrition plan for you, the one you're going to adhere to, 
for the longest to get you the absolute best results. And so like that varies a lot. Like some of my clients, we use just handfuls. That's how we're going to measure your food, just straight up portion sizes. Some of my clients, like the coaches that I coach, they get ready for photo shoots. They just want to do just some, <laughs> just overly complicated shit with their macros. We'll do it. Like it's all about what makes this for you. Like if we can make it exciting, also like, Take that example with coaches, like, oh, it's dope that I'm doing like this protein sparing modified fast this day, and then I have two refeed days here. Like, is that really necessary? Maybe not, but so much of this too is just making shit fun for people so they can adhere to it for a long time. Because the magic is truly in the consistency. And honestly, I think that that, as far as like taking it to the gym, also, I think that's an underrated aspect of like, if we got into programming, it's like, there's everybody loves to shit on like oh that's dumb that's dumb that's dumb but the most important thing is that it's something that you have fun with so you can stick to for a long time right obviously there's principles within all this that are going to make it a lot more effective but i think people are too quick to forget about that aspect of it also so i don't really know if i answered your question at all but no man it's awesome it's i love hearing different you know different sides of you know, different answers for the questions like that I do come up with on the fly, but it's like, I love hearing it because I think in there, like there's so many, so many avenues we can go with what you even just said. But I do think like the basics are forgotten about like so much, you know, like saying that a program, this is dumb or that's dumb. It's like, have you tried it? You can't really say it's dumb just because you look at it. It's not what you want to do, but it's like, have you gone through that, that, that eight week, that six week, 12 week thing? Have you tried it? So why are you saying it's dumb? That's like looking at a cover of a book and being like, that's stupid. Like, Told me, like that's dumb. It's like we do it on Netflix, right? You're flipping through Netflix, like dumb, dumb, dumb. It's like, what are we looking for? You don't even read what it's about. I mean, it could be the picture doesn't say shit, you know? Like the, the book cover doesn't mean doesn't unless it says exactly what it is. But if it's just a picture and you're like dumb, like read what it's about, man. Flip the book over, read about the author really quick. You never really know until you start diving into it if you like it. Try it out for three weeks. If you don't like it for three weeks, then you can try do something else, you know? I think right. we I think we've gotten so far away from that. It's like everyone wants the bells and the whistles. And then they think that that transformation or whatever type of growth is going to come faster because it has bells and whistles connected to it. And I think right. that's kind of, even with coaching too, like I can't even say successful, but with most coaches that are making the most money now on social media, they have all the bells and fucking whistles. Right. And they're, right. they're, they're promising everything under the sun and people are just like dumping money, dumping money, dumping money. When, do a little bit of research and you'll find out that like they probably shouldn't go with that person and you should probably go over here because these people actually give a shit and these people, you know, usually it's not the ones with the, the biggest following that like kind of don't give a shit about you. And I think that's really cool that we can like go into that too. And, and I, even with the gym too, I think if you just do anything consistent, like you said, consistently be consistent is something I always keeps telling people like, but have you, how long have you done it for? It's like, well, I did it for a week and I changed it. It's like, a week? What did you do in a week? What can you possibly learn in a week? Like anything, name any, nothing besides like tying your shoe maybe a week. And not even that, it probably takes longer than that. To, you know, it took us a long time as kids to learn how to do that. Like things take time. I think we get away from like being patient, right? Like how do you, how, what's something that do you always tell your, like your clients to like take your, take your photo shoot clients off the picture, but like a normal client, like I know I preach patience a lot. Like even with myself, dude, like I know even now I'm going through a little bit of a cut, you know, I'm going on week four of like, I'm trying to do like a 10 or 12 week and dude, like patience, man. I tell myself every day, every day, like it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I hate you scale. It's coming. You know, I hate you mirror. It's coming. Be patient. How do you kind of implement patience with your, with your clients? Oh yeah. So that's what everything I do, like, Probably, I probably use the word consistency, which consistency, patience, like more than anything else. The magic is in the consistency, I'd say so, so much. And just getting like, my clients, I have do, I have fill out a metric tracker, which basically we figure out the three biggest behaviors that are going to get you to your long-term goal. So like they said, where they want to be long-term then we figure out okay what are the three biggest boxes that you can check daily to get there okay now that long-term goal i don't want you to even think about that if you hit check these boxes for the next 
12 weeks, just consistent as hell with that, we're going to get there, right? Like, and that's really the process that I use, just like, and that's almost cliche, but like process focus instead of outcome focus, it does make a big difference. And just hammering, like, literally, if you just fill out that sheet, you just check those boxes over and over again, you'll get there. But if you're just focused on, I want to be ripped and I'm not ripped yet, we're so much more likely to fall off. You're going to be so much less consistent. Like everything in life is just being really, really consistent. That's what, literally like everything is weird. It's just getting reps is like the most important. That's what like people ask me, like, how do you like have this online coaching business? It's like, well, have you tried, like I've been posting and haven't gotten anybody. It's like, well, have you tried posting every day for two years yet <laughs> you know it's like just all everything just takes time it's, it's, all it is is consistency i feel like i think yeah, like you said I, life lifestyle life is consistency too it's getting up in the morning having a plan like you see i on my story every day my girlfriend and i wake up dude i'm like rubbing my eyes smashing my vitamin c in my water and like we're walking out the door for ten thousand steps every morning we're walking for an hour and a half is can everyone do that no. Is that sustainable for everybody? No, because people have to go to work. I'm not asking you to get up at two o'clock in the morning, and walk 10,000 steps, but you can break that down to like, I want to have a green smoothie with berries and protein it every single morning. Something like that. Even easier than that. If you can make your bed, you know, even if that set yourself up, do like a, a pre bedtime routine instead of a morning routine, you know, that may be more beneficial to you than a morning routine. You know, before you go to bed, Check off the boxes like you just said. Put those things in line. Check off like get lunch ready, get breakfast ready, prep what I need to prep. You know, get make sure I have frozen berries or make sure I have fruit cut up in the morning. Like make sure all that stuff's in a bag ready to go so I don't have to fucking do it in the morning, right? It's kind of like, it's almost like anything, isn't it? It's like anything. And I love this, I love this one too. And it's like, how many times in your lifetime have you come home driving your car and you're looking at your gas tank? And your needle's like on E and the light's on. You're like, oh, I'll do it in the morning. Dude, how many times does that backfire? Like, just, just goes to show, like, oops, woke up that day, forgot my lunch. Oops, got to run the door and go to Starbucks. Oh, I can't. I have to go get gas. It's like, I should have got gas last night. Damn it. You know, like, <laughs> I feel like everyone's doing that today. And I think it sucks. I think it sucks because, like we said when we first started this podcast, and what happens if you start doing that too much and you start failing? Like, I believe it's just a nasty domino that just keeps falling and then you feel defeated. And then without being able to talk to anybody to bring, to boost you back up or to like give you a swift kick in the ass, you just feel defeated with the simplest things. I mean, being five minutes late to work, you know, every day for a month, it's like, that's defeating as fuck. Like we feel horrible and we like, what do I have to do to get to work on time? What do I have to do just to make breakfast? Right? Like, I feel like that's just something that like we totally are like just neglecting like is like the processes of being patient and just totally being consistent with life. Like. I love that dude. You're so speaking my language right now. I love like coming up with whole like philosophies for life based around this just, but I a hundred percent agree with what you're saying. Like there's all this little shit that has more long-term reward, but it's not very immediately gratifying as opposed to like choosing the easier way is always short term, very gratifying, long term, like not at all fulfilling, makes us unhappy, right? Which is like, I always associate this with doing cardio for some reason <laughs> because I hate cardio, but there's like so much shit like that. Like, and again, like I thought it was all the time, but I think this is why on a similar vein to what you were saying, that's why fitness is so transformational for people. Like the idea that, there's all this stuff we tell ourselves we're going to do over and over. But when we fail to do that, we lose confidence in ourselves. Like we're letting ourselves down over and over again. But like when you become the type of person that like you actually start falling through with the shit you're going to do, which again, like the most glaring example of this, people's lives is normal fitness. You start to build so much more confidence in yourself. You're not the type of person that lets yourself down anymore. And like, I know you've, you've for sure seen this in your clients' lives too. Like when people get in shape, their whole lives changed, dude. It's it's so, so much more than I'm ripped now. Like I'm so happy, you know, it's like they do so much more with their lives. They're so much more confident. They're so much happier. Like literally who they are as people changes entirely. 
And it's not because they're in great shape. They just have so much more self-belief. Dude, it's like, it's like something like flips a switch, you know? It's like just that one week after months of work, all of a sudden they walk in and like, or they text you before. Like the best thing that happens to me is like, my clients will text me asking me if I'm ready for their time. And I'm like, damn, let's go. Like, let's go, you know? And sure as shit, when you get there, they're all like, they're fired up and you're like, what's up? Like, and you can tell the switch has been made. The switch has been made. And it, it you know what? And it isn't a drastic transformation. It, it's not. It's that little, that little thing that you've been just chipping away on for so long. And all of a sudden that chunk comes off that, that big slab of marble. And you're like, damn, I made a fucking difference. And now with that difference, it's, you're, you're more productive. You're happier with your spouse or loved ones. You're walking the dog in the morning. Like every, that just that happiness flows off of you to everyone around you. And you may see that in a week's time, like hit somebody and all of a sudden now that person's happy. And you're like, hey man, you've been really cool lately. Like, thanks for the positivity. I had a really bad day the other day. Like now that person's like, shit, hell yeah, I can trace this back because I was doing this with Jeremiah or I was doing this with Anthony. And like all of a sudden, if like three months later, like that person is just going. And now it's like a level, right? They leveled up. And now that level's there. And they got to work a little harder to stay there because it's a brand new feeling. It's a brand new skill that they have. But then it's like, I love helping them get to that fucking next level, right? Where it's like, it's just go time. Like you're just knocking out micros to get to that macro. When you meet that macro, you're getting more micros and a new goal set. It's like, dude, doesn't that fire you up when you see that shit? Oh, yeah, dude. It's, that's, that's the best thing. That's exactly. That's what like. Like when, for me, it's, I can think of one client in particular that like her goal when she started coaching was she wanted to be a great example for her kids and she wanted to be like the badass in the gym. And she made that shit happen. She has crazy abs. Like she is genuinely like pretty damn ripped. I'm super impressed. She's way more ripped than I am. But um, for her, like now though, she is like, she was like, wanted to be that person that was like inspirational for other people in the gym. And now like so many people that have started coaching, it's because they're like been inspired for her transformation. And then like, just like that chain of like, you became that person that like you were looking up to in the gym. And now other people are doing that with you. Like you're the reason now that other people are doing the shit. Like it's, that's really cool for me to see just like a chain of clients that are like, I was inspired by her and now I became that person. Now somebody's inspired by them. That's always really dope to see, but yeah, man, I love it. Dude. I love that too. And like, just to clarify guys, like we're not talking like, that's why we do our job. It's not because it's not us. We're not being selfish when we say this, it's seeing somebody that wanted to accomplish something that didn't believe they could and, or they were on like the last straw, like, Jeremiah, you don't fix me, I'm, I'm fucking done. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it kind of comes down to that, but to see someone have growth in their life and then continue on to better themselves, whether they stay with us or not. And like, like you just said, that woman's doing it for, like, for her kids. Like, you know what, you know what fucking inspiration that is, man, to anyone that's listening right now? Like, like, you should, like, you don't have to do things for other people, but she wanted to be an example to her own flesh and blood. Like, that's amazing. Like that alone should teach people to like, dude, you got to put on a good face for the people that are by you all the time. And if it's family, like show them what's up. Don't go into the negative route. Don't say it's okay to be that way when you know it's negative too. Like wh whatever it may be, I don't give a shit what it is, but it's like make that, make your surroundings a loving and happy surrounding, you know, and like doing these little things, these little check in the boxes every day. If you want to be that person, man, like be that fucking person, dude, you know, be that person. Why are you sleeping on that? Why are you sleeping on that? How many times do you hear like, like the I'll start Monday routine, you know, like why, why does that even exist? Why does it matter? A, you've been saying it for too long. B, it doesn't even make sense. Like what's Monday got to do with today? You know, like, you know that dude. Right. No, dude. I love it. Just so easy to rationalize everything which is the worst worst thing in the world no i agree 100 dude I'm, I'm hyped now i love this <laughs> i just think it's like like do you have have you had clients come to you like pretty pretty like done with life have you had a couple people come to you like hey man i need some help bro like 
Okay, oh, let's God. let's sit down and talk, man. Like tell tell us tell us a story about that, dude. Yeah. So one dude again, kids are always I feel like the greatest inspiration. What? I think my guy Derek. Trying to think of how much weight he lost, but anyways, this guy was his inspiration was he had a daughter. He was what he started. He was two eighty four, and he got to two fifteen. So what? Seventy pounds, sixty nine pounds. Um, dude crushed it. But anyways, for him, yeah, it was like very similar. Just in a dark place, dude. Like I would want to be a good role model for my daughter, but dude was in chronic pain, couldn't hardly move overweight super unhappy with himself so from there i mean it was just crazy to like see for him like one of the biggest things we did was actually getting him out of pain which props to that dude because like the first month of our training we just did stuff to reconnect him to his body we didn't focus on weight loss anything like that basically like just teaching him how to stabilize his core how to activate his glutes all kinds of things to really get to where he could move properly then we really went hard on the weight loss building muscle things like that but for him it was just like crazy to see like as this dude and i mean that's really like especially with honestly i don't think it's even like a weight loss transformation just any client that it's just like anybody that like finally becomes that person that they wanted to become for so long is always like a crazy change in their confidence. I was like, for him, he knew he was gonna be such a better dad. And like now he's so much healthier. I guarantee that dude added years to his life, losing 70 pounds, right? Dude, and like it's crazy. the same thing, like it's always like, I don't think that was even like a weight loss goal. Like it could be building muscle. Uh, I do actually feel like for most people, a weight loss goal as opposed to like going from skinny to like jacked does seem to be more powerful because it still feels a little bit different probably. But no, I mean, I feel like regardless, it's just like any transformation. Again, it's just like becoming who you wanted to be for so long, but didn't know you could, you know? Yeah, I think it's, it's it comes when people start like a, a journey out and they're like, if, if they're not fit, if, if the nutrition's off, if they know, like put that on the table where like things are wrong. But when they first start out, man, like I feel like everyone feels a little lost. They don't know where to start and they're really hard on themselves and they're probably in probably a pretty dark place when they start. You know what I'm saying? Like even what you said in the beginning of the podcast, man, like when you were, when you were a little kid, man, like shit was wrong. Like you weren't happy. Like you knew something was wrong. And so it's almost like, look at what you're doing now. You know what I'm saying? Like people that have this adversity, whether it's fat loss or fiction nutrition or go from, go from skinny and put on, put on 15 pounds in like two years, whatever it is, or look a certain way because you're always a small kid in school or you want to become that athlete or you want to run that six minute mile. Like there's some, there's something, there's a reason why you want that. You know, there's a reason why you wanted to change your body. There's a reason why you wanted to help people. Like it all stems from something. And I think through your adversity and when people get through their adversities, they just come out like fucking cleansed. You know, it's like a new person. It's like, it's like pulling out of the car wash. Like you as a person, you're happy because your stupid car is clean. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the same thing. It's just like that old fucking snake skin comes off and you're like, what was all of that about? What was that? Who was that? And now you're like, I like this person, man. Like, I like who I've become. Like, this is who I've always wanted to be. I think at that defining moment, like, we can live, right? Like, now we can start living. But until then, it's like you're just carrying around like it's shackled to your leg with all those nasty things that you need to get off your, off your skin, off your body, out of your head. And every day, it's like you're throwing that weight over your shoulder and you're dragging your ass to work and you're hating everything that's going on. It's like, it doesn't have to be like that, man. You know, like, don't you feel like it just doesn't have to be that way? And people need to take that first step. Oh, dude, hundred percent. And that's again, like tying it all back to fitness. That's what this isn't. Neither of us are probably coaches because we love like helping people get jacked so much as like, we love seeing people go through this transformation. That's what like, I love seeing people like 
for me, like the places I got out of, I feel like me coaching people is the most effective way to help people get out of a similar place. So like I always say, like I use education on nutrition and training as a way to empower people to make their whole lives better. Like, that's why I love training nutrition coaching so much. It's not that in itself. It's just, it makes people's lives so much better, dude. Just like you're saying. Dude, I just think that's, that's it, man, right? Like we always know, like we just want the people to feel better, period. Like they want to feel better. We, we know how it is to feel better. Like let's feel better together. Let's make a plan up. Let's make a plan. You can stick to it. Let's make an adherable plan that you can do for the rest of your life. A lifestyle plan, a lifestyle change that every day you're going to be happy. As soon as you break through that first plateau and get onto that first, that next level that we bring you to, it's just, it's all downhill from there, man. You just, everything, it's like that small snowball, right? It starts at the top of the hill. Real small, but when it gets to that bottom, watch out, man. Just watch the fuck out. Before we get off, I want to ask you, I always ask people, if you haven't listened to the, to the podcast before, and if you haven't, I, we're not friends anymore, but I want, to put, I want to put you on the spot. I want to ask you, give us, give the listeners a couple actionable items that they can take away today to actually start, start their transformation as soon as this podcast goes out. Start immediately. Give them a couple actionable items, Jay. All right. I love it. So first I would say get more organized. The biggest thing that fucks people up is that they straight up, like people do want this, right? They just run out of time a lot of times. So like you come home, you're stressed. You don't feel like cooking a healthy meal. You just eat a frozen pizza, whatever. If you meal prepped, Literally, the easiest thing for you to do would be to come home, grab some Tupperware out of the fridge, eat that. Like, literally, you're making this a path of least resistance. That's what I like to say. Same thing with your workouts. If you're always missing your workouts, like, if you don't schedule when you're going to train into your week, that's what I hold so many of my clients accountable to literally sending me their schedule for the week. This is when I'm meal prepping. This is when I'm training. This is when I'm eating sometimes. If you don't schedule that shit in, it's going to get pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. Then at the end of the week, you're going to think, shit, what, what happened? I had the best intentions this week, just like every week, to eat healthy, but you run out of willpower, you run out of time. So schedule things ahead. Consistency is also like we talked about so much. I think we said the word consistency like 100 times on the podcast, but I love it. It's huge. Figure out the three biggest things you need to do crazy consistently even either daily or weekly to get you where you want to be put those on a marker board so i wish i could flip my camera around but i have a big ass marker board right here you put it my clients use google sheets use metro trackers but some way of tracking this shit just check did you do that yes or no yes or no just like you were just talking about like kind of once you build momentum it's so much easier to keep it going you're not going to want to break that chain of whatever x on your marker board however you're keeping track of this but all you have to know is if you do that consistently it'll get you your results so like usually for a client it's something nutrition related so maybe macros maybe it's just eating a serving of protein with every meal something movement related so it could be training three times a week it could be just hitting 10,000 steps a day hitting 10,000 steps before 10 a.m which cross to you man that's pretty impressive and then honestly for a lot of my clients i also like to do something mindset -based. It doesn't have to be these three for you, but like anything like that, you're taking care of yourself physically in the gym, you're on top of your nutrition, you're in a good headspace. You're probably going to be a lot healthier, happier person. However many months down the road. And then tracking metrics, like actually tracking shit. So many people go into their nutrition, especially it's like, well, I don't think this diet is working. It's like, all right, how do you know if this diet isn't? or is or isn't working. Well, I don't really feel like it's seeing change. So feelings and nutrition are like, shouldn't really, I hate to say that, but we need to have like solid evidence if something's working. So taking body measurements is a great thing. Taking progress pictures, the scale is a good one. For some people, it really depends on your goal, but we need to have some way to know if your diet is working. Same thing with your actual diet. It doesn't have to be like you're tracking macros. There's so many different ways to measure your intake. Like 
the precision nutrition handful diet is a great one. There's tons of different methods out there like that, but same thing. Like if you're not tracking your intake, how are you going to be able to adjust if what you're doing is working? So that would be my three track metrics, get super consistent and I don't remember what my first one even was. <laughs> mark off those mark off. You guys take those down, rewind that. If you guys miss it, consistency, um, track your metrics, which I, th- I want to say that that is, that's almost number one. I would think in my book over anything, you guys have to know what is going on. You have to know what is going on. And nine times out of 10, like going on week four now in my cut, you know, finishing up three going on to week four, like visibly there's not a whole lot that's going on. There really isn't. But like what I, but with through my eyes, I don't see it. But I had like three people this week say, dude, you, you're are you losing weight. That alone, that's a metric, guys. Like, if we don't see it. We are our toughest critics all the time. But you guys, listen to what Jeremiah said. Write that stuff down. We thank you for joining us. I want to say a huge, huge, huge thank you to Jeremiah. for Dude, thank you for giving me your time today, man. I really appreciate it. I know you're super busy. Um, I know we talked about this and we had to reschedule a couple times. But thank you so much for being here, man. I love you for it. Tell these people where they can find you and um, what you've been, uh, where you at on all your platforms. Of course, dude. First of all, thank you for having me. This is fire. We got to do this again. I'm stoked now. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Jeremiah Bear. Again, my last name is B-A-I-R. And then my website is bearfit.com, B-A-I-R-F-I-T.com. I post tons of blogs, go super deep on nutrition, training, a little bit of mindset. So definitely check those out. And that's pretty much where I'm at. Cool, man. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Jeremiah, for being here. If you could, when you guys listen to this, pick your favorite part. I mean, there's, there's too many to pick one. So pick one favorite part, take a screenshot, take Jeremiah or myself on your story, and we will send you guys love back. We really appreciate seeing where we can, you know, pick up the pace a little bit or be better mentors and coaches and have better podcasts through this. And you guys, like always, leave comments what you like on the podcast. And also give us a five-star rating, you guys. It really, really, really helps us to get out and get noticed. We're not looking to be famous from this shit. We just want to tell people what's up to live a better life and have a better lifestyle through these super simple changes we can make in our lifestyle every single day. You guys, like always, peace and love. Jeremiah, my man, thank you so much for being here. Dude, thanks for having me.